Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey folks and welcome back. This episode is debuting on Juneteenth. A little history about Juneteenth. On June 19, 1865, Union General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston and announced the end of slavery, effectively emancipating the remaining enslaved individuals in Texas. Yes, we were the last to get the word. As a young in our faith Christian, we may be enslaved to a few common misconceptions about faith that are hampering our personal growth. One, as a Christian, I can't be guilty of committing sin over and over again. Good Christians, and I put that in air quotes, don't keep committing sin or even the same sin over and over and remain in good standing with God. Well, A, you can't speak for God or what He is willing to accept or not accept. He has given us His Word to show us how He feels about sin, about us, and the plan He put in place to redeem us despite the fact that we were sinners. And B, if you do a broad overview of the history of the Israelites, God's chosen people, you'll see human beings guilty of sin, many times the same sin of idolatry, and God's continually providing a way for them to redeem themselves and get back into relationship with Him. I used to wonder, how could these people continue to fall in sin, especially when they had God dwelling among them? They had it recorded. There were times that God was dwelling among them. But that just showed the fallacy of my own thinking. I'm human, but I have the Spirit of God within me, and I continue to sin. Not something I'm proud of. But it has been a factor that has made me less judgmental of folks in biblical history and fellow Christians around me today. We are all sinners in need of a Savior, and thank God He sent Jesus to be our Savior. If anything, maybe we should be thankful for those who stumbled and fell in the past, despite having God with them to clearly demonstrate we would all need Jesus' sacrifice for our redemption. A second potential misconception? I obviously don't have the power or ability to quit sinning, so why try? A. You're right, you don't have the power or ability on your own, but with Christ's power, you can overcome. If you look at Isaiah 41.13, Old Testament, yes, the Lord himself tells us, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Then turn to John 15.26 and 27. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, 
the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And finally, in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What do those three things have in common? God's plan and love for providing a way to help ourselves. One, he's going to help us. Two, he's going to send the Holy Spirit. That's what the advocate is that Jesus was talking about in John. And finally, when you have the Spirit and you're tapping into Him and letting Him strengthen you, you can overcome the issue. So B, why try? Well, if you're not motivated by a general sense of wanting to be a better person and by overcoming sinful behavior, you would be better. How about this? My Creator created me for a purpose and for relationship with Him, but because of my sin, I can't be near Him. Knowing that, and because he loved me so much, he provided a plan for my redemption so that I could be with him. He sacrificed his son, and Jesus was that willing sacrifice so that I could return to the Father with my sin covered by the blood of Jesus' sacrifice. If God was willing to go to such lengths for me, I believe I can try to overcome my sin and try to be more Christ-like to honor such love. I can't make him love me more, such as acts of service, And I can't make him love me less through my acts of sin, but I can accept his love and sacrifice and try to live in such a way that honors those gifts. And is that some spin I've just given myself to make myself feel better? No. Look at Romans 5 verse 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, if we turn back to our slavery example, uh, let's look at this scripture. In John chapter 8, verses 34 through 36, Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. You've heard at some point in your life the wage of sin is death also known as the consequences of sin or death. Jesus freed us from the death we so richly deserved and made us his brothers and sisters in the family of God, heirs in the kingdom of God, free to participate in God's kingdom purpose and plan. That is a freedom for which I am truly grateful. In the next couple of weeks, we will cover other misconceptions we may have and the scriptural truths that are going to prove those false. I hope, as always, you found value in this episode and would love to hear about a thought or a sin that's holding you back. Drop it in the comments or reviews in our podcast community or email me if that's more comfortable. The address for the podcast community and email list are in the show notes. I always appreciate your support and look forward to bringing you positive changes in the next couple of months. Until next time, may your Bible study be fruitful. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures, and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.